0: Wow, you you took a much longer pause. Welcome back. We'll work on that.
1: Welcome back. It has been a long time since since we've been back on the pod, but you know we had to move. Uh, we're in two different places now, Chuck. Where are you at? We
0: are. I am in Charlotte, North Carolina now. Made the made the move up the road from Greenville, South Carolina. So, switching Carolinas on you. And uh, yeah, I'm excited years. to get it back going. It's been too long.
1: Yeah, you your boys out of Philly and down in Nashville, the home of country music, and I hate country music, so that's going that's going uh, interesting. <laughs> but uh, we're we're back we're back in school again. So uh, hang with us. There might be a couple missed weeks due to uh, some tests. But other than that, we'll be we'll be delivering some hot picks every week, especially for the weekend college football and NFL football. Chuck. What are you more excited for this weekend? A little collegiate football or, or the pros?
0: Usually I lean collegiate, um, especially I had a hot week last week um, on Saturday and then got killed on Sunday. So
1: We were both extremely hot Saturday.
0: Yeah, so I, I think we think,
1: combined for like 7-1 and one, and then Sunday we just went like 0-5. Oh
0: yeah, it was, it was one of those Brutal. weekends. So maybe maybe this will be the opposite. Um, I don't love the I college football so. slate this weekend, so um, excited for both days though. Excited that we're back. Got a full slate of action to choose from. That's You're, always fun.
1: You brought up a great point last week when we were talking on the phone about uh, home teams in these first couple weeks coming off a season where there really weren't any fans. So we think that the home field advantage might be even stronger than normal. Yeah. So watch it. So we'll be paying attention to those home teams playing ranked teams for the upside. I know I was, looking at, I was looking at the slate, and I saw West Virginia favored by 2.5 against Virginia Tech. That that could I mean, normally you'd see oh fifteen ranked Virginia Tech going into West Virginia, they'll win that game. But I don't know Morgantown, tough h- place to play. Especially coming off COVID.
0: Fans are excited to be back, so they're just screaming. Oh. They're getting hyped for these games. Um, I mean, you've you've seen that already. But but a lot of upsets already in the college football season. I think the underdogs oh, yeah. the underdogs killed it last week in in oh, the they, NFL as well. They destroyed it.
1: I think the one was the underdogs. Were they twelve and four against the spread in, in
0: the, the NFL? NFL? Yep. Yeah.
1: Fantastic job, Underdog. Just really good
0: job. Love that for you. you gotta love it. All uh, right. So well, first week back, we're gonna you. do a we're gonna do a quick one. We're just gonna pound out a couple. I think I've have, I've have three bets for college. You you're I the guess, same. Right, yeah. All right. So we got a yeah. little, little six bet action for you for your Saturday. Um, do you want to start it off?
1: Yeah, yep, I'm going to start it off, and I'm going to pick up right where we left off, the team that that cashed in their bowl game, they didn't win, but they covered the spread, it was one of my best bets, it's the bandwagon that we are been on for, for a season, we're back on it baby, the Bears season have two. bandwagon, get me on it, and Desmond Ritter and that defense, they are locked down. Fantastic. Granted, they had a very slow first half against Murray State last week. They picked it up, though. Very strange game, but ended up winning by, I think, 28 or 35. They're going into an Indiana team that we were high on last year. We loved Indiana. I know I was big on them against Ohio State. Um, But Michael Penix Jr. has not looked the same as he did last year. He's thrown a couple picks, they look terrible against an Iowa team that has a very good defense. And, and Cincinnati hasn't missed a beat. They still have Desmond Ritter, who's been lighting up, six touchdowns, one pick. And Cincinnati's defense is still fantastic. I mean, they've given, granted, they've played Miami, Ohio, and Murray State. Um, but I mean, gave them 14 points and then seven. And those 14 points were in the second half when they put the subs in. So they're going into a, an Indiana team that was excited from last year, but I think they were one hit wonder. They're only favored by three and a half. I'm going to tease it down to two and a half. And I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Bearcat bandwagon, riding it all the
0: way. I like that. You know, I'm never gonna go against the Bearcat bandwagon. You you brought up they but they were tied with Murray State seven seven last week at halftime, but uh, ended up winning forty two to seven, so no big deal. Maybe just kind of a, a slow, groggy start there, um and kind of a, a look ahead spot to Indiana. So coming in on the road, like we like we just said though, um tough place to probably to play. Indiana's gonna tough get up. Tough place,
1: tough place. I'm going against what I just said, but I I do <laughs> think that Cincinnati is I think this is their chance to get in the playoff this year. Desmond Ritter's yeah. last year, their defense is still very solid, and they're going up against an Indiana team that's kind of they need this win if they want a chance at you know being relevant again. But I just don't think they get it against such a tough defense.
0: Yeah, and you brought up Michael Penix being being not the same. I mean, maybe that maybe that injury is still kind of wearing wearing down a little bit. I mean, coming off a torn ACL, like you're you're always kind of wobbling yeah. around and nervous to take some hits, and that Cincinnati defense is pretty scary. So.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to give up on Indiana completely. I just think this is a bit bad matchup for them. I mean, I could they could shock me and and um, come around, but I'm I'm hoping for, because I I do like Indiana, but I'm hoping that they come around in conference play because I don't think they're they're not stopping the, the Bearcat bandwagon, baby. Yeah, I love it. All right,
0: um, so I have a I have a new bandwagon that I'm hopping on this year.
1: Oh, is gotta it gotta Arkansas?
0: Whew. Arkansas! I was I was on them last year, we and I was, was
1: Arkansas. and I was Arkansas.
0: on them last week Arkansas, when they guys. just slacked Texas. That was awesome.
1: That was awesome. I loved that.
0: I really enjoyed watching that game. Uh, but I'm on a new one that I also cast cast for me last week. We're going to Pittsburgh. My brother's uh, goes there current current school, so we're gonna ride. Shout with, out Nick ride with my boy. You uh, Hopper Nation. You guys heard him on the NFL Draft podcast that I did with him. Um, back in April, so that was fun. Um, but I'm riding Pitt. They they got Western Michigan coming to town this week, and they are only 15 point favorites, which I think seems a little low to me. Um, so Western Michigan I did did a little bit of research on them. Um, they like they like to run the ball. It's really really their bread and butter. Um, but they lost to Michigan week one, 47 to 14. So I mean, and I'm just trying to compare Michigan and Pitt, and I know Michigan's ranked and just beat. Washington and everybody got all excited. It's like, oh, Michigan's back. It's like, I don't know, hold the brakes. Um, calm down, calm pump down. pump the brakes like on that one. Crack. So I got to think that, like, Pitt and Michigan are fairly equivalent football teams because Pitt's looked really good offensively so far this year. Um, they've put up 92 points in, combined in their in their two games. They're averaging, what's that math, 40, 46 points a game right now. Um, Schlacht, or... Schlacked UMass week one and then you know got, got a solid win against Tennessee last week that I was all over um, putting up over 40 points in both of those games so I, so I feel like they're gonna put up points. they might allow some points because Tennessee was able to, to put up points and run on them a little bit. Um, but if you take away that Joe Milton had like a 54 yard run on pit last week and if you take that run away, um, Tennessee didn't average that many yards to carry so if Western Michigan's going to try to run the ball which is seems like what they would prefer to do, um, I think pitt can Pit can slow that down enough and and pitt's offense is definitely going to go off so as as long as they can get to forty and and hold western Michigan under twenty seven or so and, and then then that's a cover so I like that that 's my favorite bet of the week from from Saturday
1: I like that too I mean I watched that game uh being in Tennessee now I watched that game and Tennessee oh what is that? Tennessee just looked awful too. Like they're they are not a good football team. Yeah. Their quarterback, I saw him overthrow like three guys who are wide open. It was honestly painful to watch. Remember, I mean, I've been a Tennessee fan, so yeah, Tennessee fans watching this, tough. Your team kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna, I'm going to go to my what I think is my best bet. Actually, I don't know. I like Cincinnati my best bet, but my second best bet, Georgia. Okay. it's a big spread.
0: This is a big spread
1: by thirty thirty one and a half against South Carolina. Georgia's at home. South Carolina's got Zeb Nolan. Now, I personally have the over for South Carolina's win total for the year. Yeah. Um, an over three and a half.
0: Big win against There's ECU last week. That was Huge close.
1: win. Cash that. That was high.
0: I cashed but that as well.
1: This is this is going to be a terrible game for South Carolina. They're going into Georgia. Georgia's hot. I also cashed Georgia on my Clemson win. So they're coming off this is their chance they're second in the country they got a good chance of getting this playoff they went out which i think they can yeah um but i think they're going to absolutely obliterate south carolina it's going to be like when clubson played south carolina a couple years ago it was like 60 to 7 or something like, I, I expect this game to be like a 50 to 7 game zeb will have at least two picks it's it's going to be ugly so i'm telling you right now if I could predict this score, it will be 56 to 7. Georgia wins. This yeah. is an easy cash. Do not be afraid of the big number 31.5. Plus, Georgia's at home. South Carolina going into that big of a hostile environment. They're not going to do well. Um, that's my second pick, baby. Yeah. Roll the Hawks. Go to Hawks.
0: Roll the Hawks. Um, I like that. Uh, so, this is kind of a revenge spot for Georgia. South Carolina beat them two years ago in a shocker in double overtime. So. You got to think they're going to come in and wanting to just thrash South Carolina. They're coming into to their house um, in Athens, so so I I agree. I mean that's a lot of points to lay, but offense uh, the offensive line for South Carolina some, has some issues. I mean even against EC last week they're they're fumbling and, and getting a lot of pressure on on Zeb. So that would be a scary. That's a scary matchup against Georgia's defense because I can as a Clemson fa- fan and alum I can I can speak to how good that Georgia defensive line is. Um, so I'm going to go a similar spot as you and pick uh, an SEC powerhouse to cover the spread. And I'm going go to go to, to Bama to cover against Florida. The uh, spread's sitting at 14 points right now. Um, I have no problem laying that at this point. Florida hasn't given me any reason to think that they're anything special. They lost a lot of dudes from last year. I mean, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Trask, um, a couple guys on defense as well. So you know, I I haven't seen much from Florida to to make me think that they can hang with Alabama and I don't think anybody can really hang with Alabama right now. Um this is just a mitch mismatch on every every side of the ball in every area. So it doesn't even scare me laying that amount of points Bama going into Florida. Um, which I know we just talked about that home field advantage playing a role, but but I'm I'm not afraid to to lay those points.
1: I like that. Too. I think this is Bama looked fantastic against Miami. That was another one that I had bet in a in a parlay. I thought that was an easy cover. Bama always comes out really strong, especially when they play those like you know power five teams that really aren't that good. They just blow them out of the water, and I think that's what Florida is this year. Yeah, I think they're a little overhyped coming off. I mean, they were good last year, like you said, with, with both Kyles, but they did lose a lot, and I I look for Bama to to run them over quite quite easily i mean bamas looked fantastic we're, we're kind of going sec here because my next one another sec wow, team keep it going at home Ole miss versus tooling they're 14 and a half i think it's 14 on some places love it absolutely love it yeah i'll probably tease it down to 13 and a half you know just in case like a backdoor touchdown because Tulane can put up points I mean, they put up 35 against Oklahoma, and they yeah. put up 69 against Morgan State or something. But I absolutely love Matt Corral. Lane Kiffin, they air the ball out. They will throw it all over you. I mean, Tulane's defense is not strong. I mean, they gave up 40 to OU and 20 to Morgan State, which honestly is, is a lot to a team that is an FCS team and not a good one. Um, playing at home... I will say that I think the reason why the OU game was so close, they're playing with a lot of energy. Tulane's putting a lot of energy off that hurricane, a lot of emotion. They're, you know, the OU guys put the uh, the Tulane green wave in midfield. That's got to give you some energy. You're going into a hostile Ole Miss place that actually is, you know, good this year, ranked 17th. They haven't played up to their potential in a couple of years. I think that place is going to be rocking. I think Tulane is going to struggle. This is going to be a big blowout. Look for Ole Miss to put up 50 maybe maybe 60 if there's an over I don't know the over and points for Ole Miss but it's, it's probably like 40 something over they will not stop scoring in this game I love the Ole Miss Oh, by 13 and a half that is my third and final college pick
0: okay I like it I mean I know you're I know you're big on Ole Miss this year I am as well um at Tulane week one that kind of scared me a little bit but I mean if you're thinking about it if Based on what you just said, I mean, the over for the whole the whole game, the total might be a a play as well if Tulane can put up some points.
1: I saw that as well. I, I, I think the over, that took, that, that's another good game. That'd be a good parlay there. Just Ole Miss minus 13.5 and, and the over.
0: Yeah, just an absolute shootout like, for a little uh, while, and then Ole Miss pulls away. Yeah. yeah. So I think, well, I guess, no, no, we've had five favorites so far in our bets. Is that right? So we're yeah. willing to lay some points this week after an underdog week last week. So yeah. we'll, we'll see if that continues. I mean, it's a but I'm gonna have to. I don't have to break the chain. I have to do it. I'm That's not. Hard.
1: We need both sides. We I'm not
0: super sides. confident in this one, but it's the return of the Jaeger bomb. I think I went. You know, I don't remember the the final record, the final tally, but I think I was like three and two or something like that with the Jaeger bomb. You're
1: positive. You're, you're better. I think I.
0: Think I, I, I think you're I did like okay. Yeah. yeah you I were mean, bad. it's it's tough because we're we're picking underdogs and we're hoping they they yeah, win outright yeah. and. So I, I didn't go for a crazy underdog this week but I got Michigan State minus or plus six at miami uh Michigan state's put up a lot of points this, this year so far um, they put up 38 on a tough like northwestern's known for pretty having a pretty good defense and they put up 38 on them um in a in a handle easy win uh, for Michigan state so so I like them and and Miami obviously like you said about earlier in the Alabama take I mean They haven't haven't looked good. They got killed by Alabama and barely beat App State last week. So I think Miami's just just in a tough spot, just trying to tread water. De'Ara King probably a little bit overhyped, and he doesn't have much around him. Um, So if they were only able to put up 25 points against App State, I don't know how many points they're going to be able to put up against Michigan State. And then I'm not confident in their defense to be able to slow down a good Michigan State team. And I think they at least keep it close. Um, I think Michigan State can win this game. It's on the road. But I don't think Miami really has a great home field advantage um, playing in playing in the Dolphins stadium. And, like, it's, you know, away from the campus. It's not, you know, fans aren't super into it. Um, so I don't think that's a huge factor here. Um, I'm going for Michigan State plus six. We're back with Ball. Get bomb. ready for some
1: more partying. And now I, the, I mean, Miami has not impressed me all year. I watched that Alabama game. And granted, it was Alabama. But, I mean, they, they looked bad all game. So, I mean... Grant again, home field, but kind of it's almost a neutral side game. It's not on the campus. It doesn't have that same energy. Those games aren't aren't electric from what I've seen. My roommate actually went to Miami. Um so we're we're uh we're betting against them this yeah, week. We're, we're, like we're and I like it.
0: We're fading Willard. That's all right, that's gonna yeah. happen.
1: But um that's what we got for college, right? Good, yep. good slate.
0: Finish, that's six a, games. That's six games. Uh, hopefully we make some money on Saturday, and then you can take those winnings and play that house money on Sunday, baby. Let's oh, go. That's what we did last week, and it didn't
1: work out. But we're going to try it again.
0: Yeah, I should have cashed out after Saturday last week, but but we're going to try right, it so again. Yeah. We're on the NFL slate. I've been, I've been looking and and listening to some podcasts and, and reading up and diving into some stats on NFL. I'm, I'm all in the NFL this week. I'm really, really pumped all about right. it.
1: Lead us um, off. What do we got? What's the what's what are we looking at here?
0: Okay, I don't think you're gonna like this one, but okay. this is my favorite of the three bets, I believe. Okay, um, going with the road team. So oh. let me let me flash you back to last year. I got a, I got a story to tell. Please so flash me back. The Seattle Se- flashback. Seattle Seahawks last year. Jamal Adams was their leading um, pass rusher. He he led the team in sacks. So, you know. With that stat, with that tidbit of information, you would assume that Seattle does not have a good front front four, front seven, whatever you that want to say. That would make sense, yes. Um, they didn't do a lot in the offseason to combat that, to to remedy that that issue. Um, but that front four, that front seven looked amazing last week. Um got got a ton of QB pressures on Carson Wentz, sacked him three times. Now you can see the
1: goal line is good too. They yeah, have a very good line.
0: Right, they're they're supposed to. Um, but they got exposed a little bit. Um, the t- The tackles aren't looking good, so the interior of that line is supposed to be pretty good with Quinton Nelson. Um, the I think tackles are an issue for for the Colts, and I think that's where Seattle Seattle got the best of them. So I'm not gonna going back. I don't think Seattle did a lot. They got the same dudes who didn't have that many sacks last year. Um, so I'm I'm making more of a big deal about the Colts offensive line and their weakness in pass blocking in that game. And they got the Rams this week. Now, I don't know if you watch the night football. I watched the night football. But Matt Stafford is in L.A. And he is having fun. And he is slinging that football. And that's what the Rams have been missing all these past these past years. I absolutely love the Rams this year. I think they're electric. I think Matt Stafford has changed the temperature of that room. A um, little nervous about their run game overall with, with Darnell Henderson. I think they could do better um, running the ball. But, but they have a downfield presence. Uh, Matt Stafford completed two passes of more than 50 yards in that in that Bears game against, you know, supposed to be a good Bears defense. So I'm taking the Rams minus three and a half at Indy. Um, I know it's a, a road team, um, road favorite, got to give up some points there. And they at the hook, but I'm, I'm willing to lay those points because I think the Rams are electric. And I think the Colts have some offensive line issues that Carson Wentz just not going to have time to throw the ball to a very limited receiving core anyway. Um, and I think Matt Stafford, I'm a hole-on Matt Stafford, L.A. Rams bandwagon. I know you're it not going to like that. Yes. I know you're not going to like that at all.
1: I am a Colts guy.
0: Yeah. Huge Colts guy. I'm um, predicting they go 0-2, so that's not the start you want.
1: Honestly, the Colts have a great offensive line. They do. That's, honestly, their strong point. And they should be able to run the ball. But last week was just odd. Because last year their defense was good. And then they give up, the, Russell Wilson goes 18 for 23, 255 yards, and four touchdowns. And so I'm like, Guys, what are we doing? And you're right, they they pressure Carson Wentz all day. And I will say though, Quentin Nelson, you're right, the weakness are the tackles, but Quentin Nelson in the inside, I guess they're now, that'll be fantastic yes. to watch. Yeah. That's gonna be great. And I'm not sure if they have a bounce back game yet just because Carson Wentz is new to the system and stuff. So I I am staying away from it because I'm rooting for the Colts, but I, I I see how that play makes sense.
0: But, I could I could see it. I could see myself being wrong because I really do think I really do like the Colts. I think they're an excellent team, and, and it's hard to it's hard to say that they're gonna go zero and two. Um, but I think there's just the the Rams are just too good here. I think it's just a bad matchup.
1: I think a good um, I think a good bet there prop wise is Matt Stafford completions is over just because they're gonna have to be throwing the ball a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think that's again like. We're,
0: that's not yeah, the with, offense that Sean McVay wants to run, but with Matt Stafford, I think that's the offense they're going to start running. It's just Matt Stafford yeah, throwing the if, ball. If
1: the Colts' defense is that weak in the secondary, too, because I mean, they, he got, they got absolutely torched by Lockett and Metcalf, yeah. um, then why wouldn't you throw the ball 35, 40 times? Sure. So I, I like the overrun yards for Stafford and um, completions there. But I'm, I'm going to move on to mine, which is another road team. Um, except instead of a new quarterback in a new system, we're going against a rookie quarterback in a new system. This guy had a tough week last week against a Carolina team that is not that good. And now you're going against Bill Belichick, rookie quarterbacks. I'm talking about the New York Jets and Zach Wilson. I was never high on Zach Wilson out of the gate at all. Um, he, did, he did throw two touchdowns, 258 yards and a pick, but They lost against the Panthers and Sam Darnold. And you know Sam Darnold's come with a little bit of fire going against his old team. But I think the Patriots, after a tough loss last week to um, the Dolphins, I think this is a battle of rookie quarterbacks. It's going to be Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson. And who's going to win? And I'm going to take Mac Jones every day of the week. I love the Patriots this year. I think they make the playoffs and, you know, push the Bills even for... um, I think they beat the Dolphins in the standings and they're closer to the Bills for first place so i'm riding the patriots bandwagon i'm all on the bandwagons this year Riding the patriots bandwagon this the, i don't love six yeah because i feel like you could get burned pretty easily um so i'm gonna i'm gonna parlay it with later things a, but i'm just gonna tease it down to two and a half you know, i love my two and a half line um and that's you'll still get good money money when you parlay it with other things but I I love the Patriots here granted it's at the Jets but I still I still think Zach Wilson is going to struggle tremendously I guess the Patriots defense that is is pretty good I think it's a little underrated
0: yeah I'm 100% with you on on that one um the only reason I, I'm not all over it just because like you mentioned the numbers so I'm, I'm okay to tease it down like you said um it's hard to see the Patriots losing two two in a row and they were a fumble away from winning that game Mac Jones led a drive all the way down the field um and then Damian Damien Harris of course fumbled the football and and they ended up losing, um, so so really they should have won that game so it's I think it's an overreaction I'm I'm a hundred percent with you on the Patriots bandwagon and thinking they like, might the playoffs this year, um, their strength is running the football they're gonna they're gonna grind it Mac Jones is just steady I mean he's you know I'm not gonna call him Tom Brady but but he's Tom Brady esque in terms of you know standing in the pocket making all the throws doing all the things right um, and just kind of managing. The game and that's and that's all they need them to do. And again, they yeah. they should have they should have beat the Dolphins. I'm not I'm not going to overreact yeah. to that loss last week.
1: No, and the, and the Dolphins have a sneaky good defense. I think they have like 23 straight games of the takeaway. Yeah, like it's it's ridiculous. Like they, they their defense is one of the most underrated in the league, and they're going against the Jets defense that personally I don't think is very good. Um, I mean, they didn't really show me much against Car. I mean, they didn't they had Carolina, so I'm not you know. But like I guess I there's a big spot. Mac Jones making his first win. Jets go zero two. And the game that I parlayed out with is the Saints Panthers. I I, I'm just going to take Saints money line there, and throw that with the Patriots minus two and a half. I know, I know, I mentioned that earlier. But you, you, did you have something to say about that game?
0: Yeah, was that one of your bets, or you just you just tossing out there?
1: I'm tossing it out there because it was like a half bet.
0: Okay. That's a half. That's a half bet. It doesn't count as one of your three. It's a half.
1: It, it, it's a parlay booster.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna use one of my three on the Saints Panthers game because guess what? Oh, I'm am dro- waiting to drop this bomb live on the pod. Hop the props will be in the house. Saints at Panthers. We will be there. I will be there oh, personally baby. to take in the game, take in the action. And you know, new to Charlotte, new to the town, new to. New to go into a Panthers game and I'm gonna ride the Panthers plus three and a half just because I'm just cause I'm there. I have some reasons to back it up. I have some reasons to back it up, but riding okay. the Panthers, we're gonna be in the building and Panthers are gonna get us that cover and get us some money.
1: That's fine. They can cover it as long as the Saints win.
0: That's true. Yeah, you got you got Saints Money Line, I got Carolina plus three and a half. So we're not we could we could both be making money. Um, um
1: well, you're going against big bad Jameis after week one.
0: So alright. Love Jameis Winston, love what the Saints are doing. But it's easy to really like I like I just said talking about the Patriots, it's easy to overreact to week one. And I think we're overreacting to the Saints. So let me break it down. Let us go down the list and compare each level of the Panthers and the Saints teams, right? So we got quarterbacks. Jameis Winston and Sam Darnold. Is Jameis Winston really that much better than Sam Darnold? Can you can you legitimately yes. tell me that?
1: Yes, really?
0: Okay. Yes. I mean maybe maybe Rachel, Sean. I will say
1: Jameis Winston throws a lot of interceptions. He does. But he throws the ball downfield. Yeah. And he, he will get you yards and he'll get you touchdowns. Sam Darnold in the past has just thrown interceptions. He hasn't thrown <laughs> touchdowns. Okay. i take a three touchdown, three interception game over a no-touchdown, two-interception game all day. Sure.
0: Okay. So, I, I can combat that on either side because I do think Jameis Winston will throw less interceptions in the Sean Payton offense. Um. But I don't think I think Sam Darnold was throwing picks because he was in New York and had nothing to throw to. I I'm all I'm all on Sam Darnold, and I think those are fairly equivalent quarterbacks. I think Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey are fairly equivalent running backs. That even give the edge to McCaffrey a little bit. I think the New Orleans weapons and the and the Panthers weapons. I think the Panthers have the edge there. Um, I think you know offensive lines. I was looking at last week's stats. Um, Carolina's offensive line allowed of ten pressures, and one sack. New Orleans off uh let up eleven pressures and zero sacks. Fairly equivalent there. I really like the Panthers front seven. Brian Burns, their draft pick from a couple years ago. Um they got a ton of pressure on Zach Wilson, so I like I like that. I like the Saints off uh front seven as well, but I don't like their back end. Marshawn Lattimore's out of this game. Um so I, I give the edge slightly to the Panthers defense. And Panthers are the home team, man. So I'm willing to take the three and a half points, the home field advantage, and just say that this is going to be a close divisional game and that we're overreacting and that the Saints are good. I like the Saints, but I think we're overreacting and I'm going to take the points. And this is a potential letdown spot for the Saints.
1: I disagree. (laughs) And here's why. Because I think the Saints defensive line is going to absolutely obliterate the Jets offensive line and cause so much havoc on Zach Wilson that he will throw... Or not Zach Wilson. Um, yeah,
0: we're on the wrong Sam team.
1: Sam Darnold, but he'll throw two, two to three picks, and that's going to cost him the game. All
0: right.
1: And Jameis Winston does not have to throw the ball downfield as much as he probably was used to in Tampa because he has Alvin Kamara. That's a constant check down. Yeah. Very good out of the backfield. It keeps the linebackers and safeties looking up so he can throw that deep ball downfield. Not in love with Carolina's secondary. It's not great. It's not bad. I mean, they... Allowed 258 yards to Zach Wilson last week it was his first game, and I mean you're you're bringing in a guy who just loves to sling it. You give him a great checkdown and Alvin Kamara. I think that, granted, I do think it's going to be close. That is why I'm taking Saints money line. But I I think the Saints defense is a lot better than we give them credit for. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm going defense heavy this week. I'm big on the Patriots team. I'm big on Saints team. All
0: right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with that. I think I think it will be close. I do like both defenses. I like both teams, but I just think that these are fairly equivalent teams on paper. Um, you know, obviously the Saints have the edge coaching wise, but then that home field advantage plus the three and a half. If it's a close game, then I'm yeah. then I'm there. I like it. That's a,
1: we'll, we'll be we'll be paying close attention. I'm glad you'll be in the house. Be and in we'll the building. Little, uh, we'll have We've a little rivalry. Rivalry Pop the
0: props I'm rivalry. I'll be screaming my head that. off from the upper decks.
1: Um, my next one, I've got two. This is a parlay here, um, and this is kind of my last one uh, uh, for the NFL. True. Sure. but I think this is an absolute lock. It is you can just I've just bet this individually because I think it's a lock. Dak Prescott over three hundred yards passing, okay. absolute lock. Yeah, lock of the week. There is no way. I mean, this man is coming off like a big injury. He aired it out against the Tampa Bay defense. They kind of got exposed last week. And he's going into Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Chargers, they aired it out. To, this is going to be a very high scoring game. with yep. Dak Prescott throwing a CD lamb. Um, Zeke's been struggling out of the backfield. Not a lot going on. Pretty much has been a bust ever since last year. Um, and I think this is a great spot, again, for – for maybe the Cowboys to pick up a win, I'm not going to say they're going to win the game, but I know Dak Prescott's going to air it out and try to win the game himself. So I love the over three yards. I think that's an easy cash, and then I also like the over for that game. I expect it to be in the low 30s for both teams, high 20s, easily covering that 55. I 55. expect the over to be a like, Yeah, the over's 55. I mean, I, I like it. Yeah, I do too. I
0: think
1: it'll probably be like a 31 to 28 game. It's going to be close. I think that line is right on the right on the number. I just don't know if it's going to be the Cowboys or the Chargers. But love the over. I love Dak. Love Dak. I'll tell you right now that is the bet. If you're going to place any bet from this podcast from me, that's the one. There's no way he throws for under 300 yards against the Chargers' defense. There's no way.
0: Yeah. No, and and that's going back to like you mentioned. You mentioned Zeke and just the Cowboys just throwing the ball more. I think that's a Mike McCarthy thing. Um, if you remember him in. In Green Bay, I mean, Aaron was throwing the ball, and he never had a run game. They never, they were never balanced. Um, so I think that's just Mike McCarthy, like, doesn't like to run the ball, even though they pay Zeke and they have Zeke and, like, let Zeke eat. I'm all about that. But, like, that's it's not a thing. Dak's going to throw the ball, and he's going to throw the ball a lot, and he's going to have to because he's got to out Justin Herbert and the Chargers offense, which is also very explosive. So I I agree. I mean, this is going to be a high scoring game, and I I, I love that. I love that play.
1: Dak Prescott threw the ball fifty eight times last week.
0: Yeah, they, they chuck it. You're I mean, not telling
1: me that he will throw for under three hundred yards. It's <laughs> impossible.
0: <laughs> just by yeah, just by statistics and like just the amount of th- it's times. It's actually throwing.
1: impossible. Zeke ran the ball eleven times for thirty three yards.
0: Yeah, and I mean Correct. some of that's Tampa they Bay defense, were
1: behind but the entire game they were behind the entire game. But still, they, it wasn't like they were behind by a ton. They were behind. They were behind by seven. I think the most they were behind was by nine. But I mean, I mean you still should be able to have some sort of one game.
0: Let's just say that like that balances out a little bit, and Zeke Zeke's got twenty carries, but then Dak still throws the ball like forty times. He still I mean,
1: throws. He's he gonna throw the ball over forty times, yeah. guaranteed.
0: So. So, Is there the a other, the other thing,
1: over completions for Dak yeah. too. I can, I, I I, would, you're
0: throw all over. You're reading my mind on that.
1: Yeah. So, but yes, love Dak at LA. Not sure who wins, but I love the over, and I love, love, love the over on cards.
0: All right. I got one more for you. We're going to we're gonna end the pod with the end of Sunday and Sunday Night Football.
1: Oh, always a good
0: way to end. It's an exciting game. I'm excited for this one. Um, we got Mahomes going up against Lamar Jackson. Very interesting. Lamar hasn't seemed to be able to beat Mahomes yet, and I know I said not to overreact to Week One, but I'm overreacting just a little bit to the, oh, what I saw from Baltimore. I do not like. I did not like what I saw from Baltimore, Seth. Um, just just in terms of this matchup. So I don't think this is the time that Lamar um, at home. Beats Mahomes. Um, I'm I'm taking the Chiefs minus three and a half. So, Baltimore looked pretty stout against the run. Um, Josh Jacobs didn't do much as a team. Um, Kenyon Drake didn't do much. So, so overall, Ra- the Raiders' rushing numbers weren't great. Um, but but that secondary looked to get kind of exposed. Um, Marlon Humphrey looked pretty good in the first half, um, but got torched for like I think seven seven catches and seventy yards in the second half alone, and a touchdown. Um, so if, if that's the guy that you're like, is your, you're paying to be, he's the second, um, highest paid cornerback to Jalen Ramsey. So if, if we're talking he's on Jalen Ramsey level, he is, he is not. Um, so that, that Ravens secondary and him as the leader is, is weak. Um, and if, if their run defense is what's good, that's great. And that can win them some games, but it's not going to beat the Chiefs. Um, so Mahomes is going to be able to air that ball out um to to hill and kelsey and i and i just don't think that baltimore can keep up i don't like that lamar was the leading rusher for both for the ravens last week against the raiders um just the the injuries going jk dobbins going down and then gus edwards going down i mean that's just a tough tough scene in baltimore they're in a tough spot and i could see them also just another good team that's that looks like just because of some bad matchups is going to be and two after the after two weeks
1: yeah, I mean, so I'm going to be honest. I feel like the Chiefs sometimes, like, they just, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just play this game. It's like, oh, we're down by five or seven. Let's just go score if we touch on win. Yeah. Like, it's almost like no matter, like, the Browns, like, the Browns are like, oh, you know, the Browns look like, good. They could win this game. Like, they're not going to win this game. There's no way. Because then the Chiefs just go down and score. It's like they could do it every time, but they just don't to keep it interesting. That's what it seems like. It's almost like a video game. Um and, I mean, Derek Carr threw for 435 yards. Okay. He, granted, he threw the ball 56 times, but he threw for 435 yards. I love Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is very underrated. But uh, I just – Mahomes is just different, man. And just watching him play is wild. So, again, I love that play as well. I would I just – he's down 2.5 just yeah. because I fucking hate 3.5. You know I hate it. I think it's an absolute trap of a line. Anyone, if you're betting three and a half lines, stop. Because you're, you're going to get burned more times than not. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think this is a, this could be another over game, though, too. Uh, this is another probably. 54 and a half. Uh, yeah. So half a point lower than the, the Chargers game. But I like the over here. I think the Ravens do put up points against the Chiefs defense. Um, but I think the Chiefs just put up way more. Right. Yeah, I mean I think that's secondary and the, the the fact that the Ravens cannot run the ball with a running back and only Lamar, they're gonna be kinda one dimensional. Lamar's gonna have to throw the ball a lot.
0: Yeah. And that and that's so, how yeah. you have to beat the Chiefs. I mean, you gotta keep Mahomes off the field, you gotta be able to run the ball. So if the Ravens can't yeah, so do that and then the if the other it, thing is yep. Yeah. Oh, keep going, keep going. All right. I mean and then again, like you said, Lamar's gonna have to throw the ball. If if they wanna win this game, it's gonna come down to like a, a last second drive. Lamar's gotta go win the game. And I don't know if he's gonna be yeah. able to do it.
1: I I also like Lamar's over on passing yards because they cannot; they're not going to be able to run the ball, and they're going to be playing probably from behind, probably assuming that the Chiefs don't do that thing. It's like, oh yeah, let's let them just you know be ahead for a little bit. So they're probably going to have to play catch up. Lamar's going to have to throw the ball, and everyone's talking about it's like, oh, Lamar hasn't thrown for this many yards. I think he kind of shuts him up this game and throws for a lot. I don't think they win, but I think he does air it out so I'm, I'm I'll take the, I'm gonna take the Chiefs minus two and a half and I'm gonna pair that with Lamar's over on yards. I know it's kind of a weird pairing for a parlay you know betting one team betting the other but i think I think that hits
0: I like it all right that's all I got
1: that's all i got that, that's a good week right
0: there. I'm excited like to be that. back and uh we'll see if we can make some <sighs> money it this week.
1: I'm, I'm glad Tennessee. You can sports bet in Tennessee. That was one of my keys when I was deciding where I'm going. I'm <laughs> like ah, I can't go to te- I can't go to Texas. You can't sports bet Texas. Yeah, Tennessee. What are you are good. So it's gonna be that combination. Season three. Um, we'll be we'll be throwing some stuff on the Instagram account. If you don't follow us, it's Hop the underscore Props. Our boy Chuck is running it this season. Um, so social keep, media keep manager. Out. Yeah, keep the social media manager. Keep your eyes out for daily posts. And uh, looking forward to uh, a little, little cash this weekend, big guy.
0: Yeah, hopefully we can have a better Sunday. Maybe we can have a good Sunday and Saturday, get a little combo action. That'd be awesome. Um, stay could, tuned for some some content from Bank of America Stadium for the Panther Saints game. A little rival reaction for half the props. We might have to get a little, little side rager going between me and Seth. Oh, we'll,
1: we'll get a live going, too. You'll be You'll be live out there. Yeah, we'll be live. So, all right, Hopper Nation. Great to talk, Chuck. Great, great being back. It's It's good to be back.
0: Season three. I'm glad we're keeping it going. Hopper Nation, it's been real. Um, We will see you next week, hopefully. Peace.